We're back. We are back. Welcome back. Glad you could join us. Oh, I was talking to you. Nice. Oh, oh, Welcome sorry. Back. Hi. Hi. Thanks. Glad to be here. You're welcome. Thanks for inviting me. You're back from the dead. No, you're, you didn't <laughs> die. Your, your demise was extremely exaggerated. Oh, National Treasure? Is that the movie? No, not, not even close. What movie is it? Back from the dead. Yeah. Not National Treasure. That would be Nicolas Cage, and he right? finds treasure. Didn't the Didn't the Pharaoh guy? You were back from there the dead. There was no Pharaoh in National Treasure. <laughs> you're thinking of. I have, I have no idea. You're thinking of Night at the Museum with. Oh, I am thinking Ben Stiller. Isn't that National Treasure? No, it's not Night National Treasure. It's Ben Stiller. Oh yeah, totally you're, combine those two movies. <laughs> boy, you Ooh. are. So that would be quite the movie. Ben Stiller and Nick Cage in <laughs> National Treasure Night at the Museum Battle of the Smithsonian. Man, you know, as a as a as a part time fiction writer, um, you know, and by the way, yeah, I, I actually wrote this week, so that's good. Congratulations! Um, yeah, you've been on me about that, so mm-hmm, I yeah. have been. I, I have. For those who don't know, I have a full book completed, and mm-hmm. then I am eighty uh, percent through his second book, and right. then once we get that book done, and we'll start looking at publishing and all that good stuff. But um, and you already I, have book three rolling I, around. I, in roll, your head. Yeah, it's rolling. It's uh-huh. up, it's up there somewhere. If I bang yeah, like, around hard how, enough, how do you do that? It like, just they come to me. You know, it just it's happens. just fascinating because guys, I've read the first book, and I'm yeah, like, how did just, you do this? It's like just fascinating. Yeah. It's just who I am. And that's what we talked about last podcast. Yeah, last yeah. cast, we uh, talked about being the real you. And it's it's interesting that I am very creative. I like to build things with my hands. I, I build stuff. And and then I I was traveling a ton back, you know, a while back. And, you know, you get to the airport and you're sitting there for hours waiting on a flight. And um, you are on a flight and there's nothing to do. Or you're at the hotel and there's 80 there's 99 channels and nothing's on. And so I started writing a book and I wrote this. That one I, was from the kid. Yeah, I wrote it there. Hey, good job. You're welcome. So I, you know, I wrote a book and then, um, you know, kind of enjoyed it and it kind of just went from there. And so anyway, we were talking about, you know, me being creative and she's so like, I wrote a book. She's like, I don't know how you do that. And I'm like, well, you know, I like, I like to create and you're not necessarily a you do like to paint, which was kind of interesting. We went on a I cruise, do. and we painted. And I thought I would just, you know, oh, I it thought was, he would completely. It was a, it was a like, competition for me because I was like, I'm going to wipe the oh, floor I, with I, you. Like seriously, he and was. then she painted, and I didn't see her painting until she turned around, and I was like, why, why does your painting look so much better than mine? So it was very disappointing. So painting is not my thing. Um, now we should qualify that I was copy. I was copying what people said to do. I'm well, just yeah, doing she, a she was. It was a class, and so she was showing you how to do it. But then you had to actually put the paint on the brush and put the brush on the that's true on the canvas and uh-huh. make what you're doing. So it's interesting. But yeah, the creativity thing is is kind of you're creative in different ways than I'm creative, and uh, that's mm-hmm. that's okay. And you know, I think that's kind of we talked about leadership, and we talked about yeah, how see, we can tie that into leadership. Who you are. And, you know, being the leader that you should, you know, the leader that, you know, that you're able to, to, to lead truthful and genuine. Well, and you literally almost said the leader that you should be and which is the exact issue that, that I'm trying to bring to the forefront is that we shouldn't, like, it's not a should, you shouldn't, should be somebody, you know, like should is condemning. But, but we look at certain leaders and then we, we try to. 
try to mimic that. Yeah, exactly. Because you we're know, like, oh, we like that what, characteristic, so we should be like what's that. What's hilarious is, is in leadership is that you never yeah. know. I, I read a book that a guy wrote about uh, he was a ex-Special Forces guy. Okay. And so he would take corporate retreats, and he, he would people would pay him to take them overnight camping, and they would do um, business retreats, and they would work on business skills. And one of them is he'd put them through like a, uh, a reconnaissance thing where they had to work as a team to um, meet the objective like they would do in the special forces. And he said it was always funny because, you know, the leader, whoever the boss was, would always be the person that they would say, all right, I'm doing, I'm, I'm going to be the guy up front. And so that leader would always be the guy up front. He goes in 95% of the time, the leader would always, you know, kick the trip he'd hit the tripwire and blow everybody up because he's not looking at the details he's looking at the end goal and and he said you know what they would end up doing is they would fail spectacularly and then his training he knew he could see how they interacted who was the better person to put on point who was the better person to watch their back who was the better person to hold the map and all those type of things and finding the right position for them and it led to success. And I think that's the thing is like in leadership, you know, we, we start looking at great leaders. And we're like, oh, I mean, we need to be like that guy and do the exact same things he does. Uh-huh. And they do that in sports. Like in the NFL, they're always looking for quarterbacks. And so it depends on who the quarterback or the flavor of the month is right now. Uh-huh. You know, and so like, you know, I always remind people that Tom Brady was a six-round pick. He's probably the greatest quarterback to ever play the game at this point. Has so many rings, has all this stuff, has won multiple Super Bowls. And he was a six-round pick. Tom Brady didn't even start in college. He was put on the sideline because there was a guy that looked, and I use air quotes there, like a quarterback. He had a quarterback's arm. He threw the ball farther than Tom Brady could. Threw the ball faster than Tom Brady could. He could run a little faster than Tom Brady could. But he would end up going in the game. They'd be losing. He'd get hurt. Tom Brady come in and we win the game because Tom would bring him back. And so it's – in leadership, you know, we always try to – we look at the outside and we go, okay, they have to look this way, sound this way, talk this way. But that's not really the the intangibles about leadership that makes a great leader. That was a great speech. It was. You like it? It was an incredible speech. Okay, I hope someone got them. I hope you got something out of that. I, I did. Did you I, learn anything? Like, I just – it just filled me from my innermost being <laughs> – I could tell. Yeah. yeah. Was... We're going to have to do this on video because <laughs> you checked out for a second when I was talking about Tom Brady. Well, I started thinking about football. I know. Your brain. Your brain I know. Went elsewhere. Well, and see, here's the thing. So but I, I you brought sp- up quarterbacks. I do sports analogies. And we're, talking about, and we're talking about leadership. leadership right. Quarterbacks and, are leaders. And it made me think about Tim Tebow. Yes. Right? And how, how Tim Tebow did quarterbacking differently than other people. He did. Than won, every other quarterback. Won two national championships in Florida. Right? and But he was different. And so then he came into the NFL, and they expected him to play like everybody else and to be a quarterback like everybody else, and he didn't do it that way. And Trudy's personal opinion, I know there's a lot of opinions about T- Tebow, and I don't care. Like, seriously. <laughs> I don't care. But my opinion is that Tebow was ahead of his time. He was. It was absolutely ahead of his He's time. 15 years early. Exactly. Because if Tim Tebow had done what he did in college mm-hmm. in 2020, 2021, 2022. Right. Tim Tebow would have been a first overall yeah. pick. 
Absolutely. Not a first round. He was a first round pick by the Broncos, like twenty first overall. I know this because I am a Broncos fan. That's I hated. Fair. I hated the pick. You. Yeah. I was okay I with drafting Tim Tebow as a tight end. About it. But I was not okay drafting Tim Tebow as a quarterback. But and see, I was. I was a fan of Tim Tebow because I saw the future. Remember how we talked yep. about me looking yep. towards the future? I saw the future, and I'm like, Tim Tebow's going to change change the game. If you look at Tim Tebow today, he's Josh Allen with more athleticism. There and you go. he's Lamar Jackson with a little lesser arm. But if Tim Tebow came out in the NFL draft today, he would have those comparisons, and he would be a number one overall pick. And so Tim Tebow – in the world of football, kind of, you know, the, he got a lot of flack. I mean, he really did. Yeah, yeah. people passed on him. pretty he, ugly and, no, he, he, yeah. He's so not then, accurate. I think he flipped over to baseball. Is that right? He ended up doing football. Then he got, you know, let go. Then he, he went and did baseball and played double A or triple A. Right, yeah. and then he didn't, didn't he flip to something else? Golf or something? I, I don't know. Was it just those two? I think he just did baseball. Anyways, yeah. in the midst of all of that, he continued to do his nonprofit work. Yep. Where he is helping um, you know these. And he married like a supermodel. So. Really amazing causes. Yeah, I, I think he does the um, the night like it's a prom for special needs. Yeah, I can't remember what it's called. Anyways, but he continued doing all of that. And the the cool thing about like if you think about leadership and you're thinking about Tim Tebow and how so like his football experience could have totally shut him down. Yeah, he could have just gone like Todd Marinovich. Went off the deep end and went, I'm never right? going to do like, anything. Right, like, I'm nothing. This Stay was, on the couch and just This was my goal. I was going to be the amazing quarterback. I was going to have this amazing football career. It was going to catapult me to wherever, blah, blah, blah. Like, I have no idea what his thoughts are. I've never interviewed him or, or done research. But, you know, like, he could have done all – but instead, he did, in my opinion, a shift and pivot. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, well, that didn't work. Let me try this. Oh, well, that didn't work. Let me try this. He's, he's doing and, okay. He's and, doing all right. Oh, he's done incredible. He's, he has an know, amazing platform. Married a supermodel. He influences a significant a amount of bunch people. Of, made a bunch of money from ESPN. He makes a huge difference. Oh, that's the other thing that he did. He, he did network stuff. Yeah, he did a broadcast. He became yeah. a broadcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so. And but he makes a huge difference in the and lives. And he married a supermodel. Did I mention that? You keep mentioning that <laughs> over and over, repeatedly, over and over. <laughs> It's like Miss Peru or something. And I here I am talking about the difference that yes, he's making yes, 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 in the yes, lives yes. of so many. So many people. Yeah. And, you know, like, I mean, that that's leadership. Like, that's influence. Yep. And people are like, oh, I'm not a good leader. Oh, but probably you are. He you just a, don't recognize it. A, uh, he was a failed NFL quarterback. He was a failed Major League Baseball center fielder. Uh, couldn't hit the curveball. But it's what it is. Still. And here he is with this amazing platform. Chalked up as a great leader. That influences so many people. So next time you fail. And next time you think you have to be something different, you know, you shift don't. and pivot, shift and pivot, shift and pivot, shift and pivot. I, I love, love that. Sh- phrase. I, love that. I, I know. Sh- right. It's awesome. It's like a, that's a, yeah, that's shift. That sounds like a tight end, you know, tight end route. You know, and you go out, run out 10 yards and shift and pivot. There you go. There you Boom. Go. All right. We're, we're at our time. Okay. So we're going to sign off with the shift and pivot. We're going to shift and pivot. We're going to shift and pivot. Are we episode five? What? So are we on episode five? Oh, yeah, I think so. Episode Cinco. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Cinco. And then the next one will be episode six. That's how it happens. So we're going to sign off Five, until six, we seven, talk to eight, you nine. on episode number six. Exactly. Sign off. Okay. Catch you next time.